0: Thanks for downloading this garden cutting from the National Trust. I'm Alan Power, Head Gardener at the Stourhead Estate in Wiltshire. In these shorter programmes I'm focusing on a particular aspect of our work and today I'm in our wall garden. This is Emily Utgrin, she's on the garden team at Stourhead and does a multitude of tasks Emily, these are, I'm always quite proud of these compost heaps because they're really tidy, aren't they? Yeah. You know, we can see grass clippings, you know, the soft green shoots from, from the plants around the garden. And it goes into the compost heap, is turned over, yep. goes back into the garden. Yep. And we do it in six months
1: which is phenomenal. It's quite a quick turnaround, isn't it? It is. It's a really quick turnaround for a compost. It's certainly not what occurs at home, I can tell you that, (laughs) and it's not this neat either. But um, what we then have to do is we have to make sure that the particle size of the stuff we put in is going to rot down in six months. And
0: how do you you ensure
1: that happens? Well, we're lucky because we've got a little shredder uh, and that's the, the best idea because it means we can even put things like, you know, the apple cut uh, prunings from the apple yeah. trees annually, put it through the shredder, and we can actually get it to break down well enough in six months. But we're not talking a seed-sowing compost. We're talking uh, quite a, a reasonably coarse compost, which we love here in the wool garden, because it provides almost slow-release nutrients. But if you get this nice, good coarse material with a tiny bit of leaf still left in, it's also plenty for all of the animals living within the soil, like the worms. They've got plenty of food to drag down, and that uh, makes the, the soil airy, for instance. Yeah. So it benefits so many different things to have so the coarse
0: compost. So by shredding and making the particle size smaller that goes into the compost, yeah. by adding the grass to it and having yeah. you know your very easily accessible organic layer you exactly. you're balancing the carbon release in the compost heap you're increasing the temperature because the breakdown is accelerated yeah we turn it regularly yeah so the compost is turned so it increases the temperature in different areas of it and it breaks down really quickly doesn't yeah. it
1: yeah, the grass clippings being the accelerant and uh, produces good moisture and heat, but it has to be the fresh, because if, if you're raking hay, for instance, all of the nitrogen's nearly gone already. So you just have to think a little bit um, actively, yeah. you know, because it's of, a live thing, you know. I,
0: quite, I often call it cooking. You yeah, know, yeah, how's, yeah, How's the exactly. compost cooking? Yeah. Because it's exactly what you're doing, isn't yeah. it? So That's where right. you're standing at the moment, Emily, you're standing on a compost heap, On one that's well rotted, so it's two thirds of the way down the compost bay. The other side is full and is green and is working hard to decompose. But I know for a fact that what you're standing on has had quite interesting visitors in the past, hasn't
1: it? Uh, We've had, uh, we found uh, grass snake eggs. They find somewhere nice and warm and if you find them in your compost, you know you've actually got the heat right. It's not too hot and it's not too cold so you don't even need to use a thermometer in them.
0: I brought Matthew, my youngest son, out to see it and I said, Matty, come and see this so he came out, we just came to the front of the compost heap and I lifted it up and we just saw the tail end of one of the snakes disappearing. Yeah. And he got so excited, yeah, yeah, yeah. lifted it up and the eggs were there yeah. and the other parents were still around. Yeah. And then within three or four weeks, it was almost moving, wasn't it? You yeah. know, there, was a, there was a lot of the grass snakes in there. But it, it's wonderful, you know, it's, it's back to that whole cycle of, you know, looking after wildlife, caring for wildlife, even the compost heaps do it. Yeah. You know, the whole thing is inclusive, Oh, is absolutely. brilliant. It has to be a holistic way of looking at it for sure. Thanks for downloading this garden cutting from the National Trust. You can make sure that you never miss an episode by subscribing on your player, where you'll also find this month's full-length episode of the National Trust Gardens podcast. See you next time. I'm Bethany
1: Hughes. I've been visiting National Trust properties all my life. In this series of podcasts, I'm going beyond the delights of teas and topiary to reveal the surprising European roots of some of the most splendid sites in England. You can subscribe to my series by searching for Bethany
0: Hughes' Ten Places, Europe and Us, on your podcast app.